Hello you guys, what is up? It's been a minute for sure. I am deciding to relaunch this podcast, but completely rebranding it, renaming it, redesigning it, because I think that I've grown a lot and changed as a person since the last time I produced a podcast, I guess you could say. Um, Watch out, hazard reported ahead. I hope you can't hear my ways. Wait, that would be really funny though. So currently I am driving home from Virginia Tech, but I figured I have seven hours to kill. I have a lot going on on my plate, a lot on my mind, and I just want to talk above anything else. So, I mean, even if I decide not to post this, I guess it's just, this is like my, my brother, he's funny. He used to tell me this is like my therapy session. I would literally just hop on my podcast, I would talk, I would pour my heart out, and then uh, I'd publish it. And lo and behold, some people some people like to know what I think. So I thought that was pretty cool. I just kind of got out of the habit. Life picked up. It was senior year of college, so kind of ran out of time, but here we are. Graduated December 17th. Um, it's currently January 22nd, 23rd, I want to say. And um, my life is pretty crazy. We've been treated of the new stuff so obviously graduation happened that was crazy still haven't processed it completely but the thing that I was focusing on right after graduation was a half marathon so some of you may know that I've been posting about it like crazy because this is just an accomplishment that I never in a million years would have thought that I would like love so much and that I would actually want to do it so I'm just so proud of myself for putting in the work training for like six months I would say I don't even know when I started but like it was just a crazy experience all in all and it kind of taught me that I could do anything I could do anything that I believe in myself for if I put my mind to it I could do it and so that was kind of like an eye-opener for me I am so much more mentally and physically strong than I gave myself credit for So that was like crazy. And let me tell you, when I was actually doing it, so I was a little anxious when I pulled up. It was in Yorktown, Virginia. So I drove all the way there and my parents were in Vermont, so they couldn't make it. And um, a lot of my friends were, they were planning on coming down, but it was also just the timeline with it. It was paired with the start of school. So it was just me and Blue. And um, I did stay with my boyfriend's family and I had dinner with them and it was so sweet. It honestly like calmed my nerves. But the day of the race, I pull up and I'm petrified that I'm going to go off course or that I'm just going to, something is going to happen and I can't complete it. And it was just like a, it was a brief thought, you know, it wasn't looming and I tried to brush it aside because I'm, I know, I knew deep in my gut, like I've been running 12 and a half miles for a couple weeks before that. So I knew the distance wasn't a problem. It was just new terrain, new area and just obviously race day nerves so I get there and I wasn't running it with anybody else it was just me and of course the other racers they're just playing music and we're getting ready and I'm kind of dancing and mind you it is freezing it's January 15th it is cold it wasn't snowing although the forecast said it was going to so it was you know the weather was not ideal but it's okay I still I still got there woke up at five in the morning because I was just excited and anxious and then the race starts at 8.30, so check-in was at 7. I get there nice and early. I was literally the first racer there. I was, like, 
getting on the bus with the volunteers. It was so funny. They're like, what station are you at? I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm running. Sorry. I'm just early and anxious and scared. But um, so I'm, I'm dancing there. I'm bopping around to the music. I forget what they were playing, but it was just something so soulful. I, oh, I can't for the life of me remember the name of the song but it was like old it was old school music and it was just soul and so I was just dancing I was trying to keep warm I was bopping and just having a good time and um this guy ironically named guy he uh he walks up to me and he's like hey you got pretty good rhythm kid and I'm like oh my gosh hey <laughs> I'm just ready to talk to somebody because I'm I need my mind on anything other than this impending 13.1 miles that I'm about to run so I started talking to him for a while, and when I tell you this was, like, one of the most intelligent people that I have ever met, I was, like, I was baffled. He was talking to me. He was he was an older guy and super sweet, super friendly. Pretty much any topic that we... We started talking about music first because I was just grooving to the song, and he was like, hey, if you like this, you should check out so-and-so, and he, he gave me a couple artists. I actually added them to my playlist after that, and super cool guy and we started talking about records and music how it's all changed the industry and he knows like you know how some people know a little bit about every topic he like knows a lot about every topic (laughs) it was kind of insane and I talked to him for about 40 minutes and then finally we're like oh five minutes to race and he's like hey good luck you got this and honestly I was like you are you are a guardian angel right now you you were sent here to calm my nerves. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. But I, I felt so blessed to meet him. So finally the race begins. I start out, I come out hot because I'm used to running alone or maybe with like a friend or two or with Blue. And it's just, it's very relaxing at my own pace and, you know, whatever. Watch out. Vehicle on shoulder ahead. Thank you. And um, so the gun goes off or the alarm, whatever, we start. And the people around me are like they're they're I could tell by the way they're dressed I'm like this is not their first rodeo and it was in fact my first rodeo so I take off and I'm trying to pace myself trying to find like a good core group to run with and I kind of get into the groove of things but after about a mile and a half I'm like dang I'm like I'm like kind of I'm like gassed out like I I gotta take it back and slow it down or something because I'm running out of steam here and I looked at my time and I was like, holy cow, like I am, I am cruising through this. And if I want to sustain this run, I can't. So that first mile was kind of discouraging. I'm going to be honest. I was like, wow, I got to, I got to cool it. So finally around mile four or five, I start to get into, to a good groove, get into a rhythm. There's some water stations and it's honestly the most beautiful place that I've ever run. It was called Chills in the Mills and it was at Harwood Mills and it's, it was like a mountain biking area, I guess. I don't know. It was just so pretty. It was all through the trees and the woods. And it was a sunny day. The sky was blue. And everybody who knows me, like, I, I literally cry when the sky is not blue. I love it. I, I live it. I breathe it. And I love it. So it was, I could not have asked for a better day. And so I'm finally getting into the rhythm. And I'm finding my people. And I'm listening to Nike Run Club. I had Coach Bennett in my ears the whole way. And. I'll tell you, it makes all the difference because there was, I know he says that like we're the coach and I am, I am in control and I a hundred percent agree, but like sometimes it's nice to have other encouragement outside from myself. 
because I could I could do it I could do the damn thing I could get myself out there and you know get to the starting line but every now and then it's just nice to have somebody else rooting for you so he was he disappeared for a little while he he was like just you know letting me run do my thing and I remember thinking to myself I was like all right coach Bennett I could I could use you about now and like right on cue he was like how are we doing let's check in with ourselves how's our (laughs) how's our form and you know how's our breathing and it was just it was just such an awesome experience so so yeah I finally get into that rhythm mile four and I really was just straight cruising until about mile nine miles four to nine I was just cruise control fast paced like doing well and then around mile 10 I was like well I usually train like 10 to 12 miles like this, this was my first time ever running 13 miles in general. So I was a little, I started to get a little fatigued, I'll be honest. And, you know, my foot placement was getting a little sloppy. And the thing about my mountain biking courses is that they are not very flat. They're not even, it's, it's like hilly, I'm going up and down. It's winding, there's switchback, there's roots, there's obstacles there on the sides and stuff. So it was... It was a little bit more difficult terrain than um, than I am used to. And around mile 11, there's nobody around me, which I don't know why it made that big of a difference to me, but for whatever reason, I I get so embarrassed about this stuff. So I misstep my foot, I catch a root, and I slam down hard. I go knees down, I'm sliding, like palms are muddy. It was it was bad. Like I, I immediately, I got up, I looked around, I was like, okay, good, nobody saw that, but I was still, like, there's so much adrenaline going, like, I didn't feel a thing when I fell, it didn't hurt me, I was okay, everything's all good, but there's just so many emotions going through my mind, I was just exhausted at that point. Not what I wanted to do, not what I wanted to see happen, so I finally, I get back up, and I like had trouble breathing like I started to wheeze a little bit and I, I kind of panicked a little bit because I was like I don't know where I am I'm in the middle of the woods and I've been in the middle of the woods for a while it kind of cuts out into like a gravel path but I've been probably in the deep in the woods for about four miles maybe I would say and so I was I was kind of like all right I just want to get back on the gravel path I want it to be open Watch out. vehicle on shoulder ahead yes I see it thank you So I just, I wanted to get out of the woods. So I just started to look around me. And there's like this body of water to my left that I'm seeing. And it's just, the sun is glistening on it. And it's just shining. And I could kind of focus on that and steady my breathing. And I could see the trees. And the trees around me, like, I don't know what it is about the trees near Yorktown, Virginia. But they, they're like evergreen. They don't lose their needles. So... When I think to the trees that I'm looking at right now, or even the ones in New Jersey back home, like, they all lose, they lose their leaves, you know, as a tree does in the winter, and it looks ugly, like, I'll say it, it's just not, it's not cute until the spring and the fall and the summer, but, you know, winter trees just, unless they have, like, the lining of snow on them, you know what I mean, it's just not, it's not pretty, but all the trees on that trail were, like, evergreen pine, like, it was just so beautiful, and like pair that with the water and the sky like I completely lost any fear any doubt that I had in me like I could just focus on my breathing and, and kind of ground myself and it was like I don't even know how to describe the feeling like after that I just felt an immediate sense 
of relief. I was just like, I could, I'm calm. I could do this. It was the craziest feeling ever. I don't know if it was just, you know, I am tired, high, high emotions, high strung, been running exhausted, or if I truly just like, I felt like I belonged at that point. So finally I'm getting there and I have two miles left and you know, I'm kind of just powering through it. My time started to get a little, you know, I, I started to add some, after I fell, I was like, we're going to, we're going to cool it down. We're going to take it easy, wash my footing. And then I get to that last mile and I'm like, I, you know what? I've been training. I'm going to do this. I'm going to turn it up. So I finished that last mile hard and strong. I mean, it was not, it was not as fast as my first mile because that was a little too fast for me, but I still finished I think the key word here is I finished strong. I finished powerful and I just felt, I felt like I could do anything in the world. And to me, that was my biggest takeaway. And let me tell you, when I was around mile nine, I would say I was almost in tears because I was just so happy and I was so proud. I was like, I cannot believe that I'm doing this. I can't believe I stuck to it. I drove out here. I'm alone. And I did this. And I was just, I had this big, dumb smile on my face. And I was, like, passing people. People are passing me. And, you know, we're, we're nodding at each other. And they look at me, and I've got this big, stupid smile. I'm just so happy to be there. And that was truly one of the greatest experiences and accomplishments that I have ever done. And I'm already signed up for the next one. I mean, I'm already addicted to it. I've, I've heard that that's what happens. But I didn't think it would happen this quick. But lo and behold, here we are. My time was way quicker than I was expecting. I was, I mean, I was just going for how I'd been training and it came out to two hours and 20 minutes and seven seconds. So I, I was thrilled. I was so happy. Oh my goodness. I could talk about it forever. If anybody out here is thinking like, I can't do that or you're crazy. I could never imagine running that far. Let me tell you, I think the furthest I've run in my life before that was five miles. I would do it kind of consistently, but I would do it at like a 12, 13 minute pace. Like just very, I was, I never considered myself to be a runner, but I can wholeheartedly say like, if you believe that you can do it, you can a hundred percent do it. And I still have big goals and big dreams with this. I eventually want to work up to a half marathon for sure. I mean, a full marathon. Watch out. Vehicle on shoulder ahead. Oh my gosh. How many vehicles are on the shoulder? I eventually want to work up to a full marathon. But for now, I think the half was perfect. And I am just so obsessed and so proud. So switching gears a little bit from that half marathon. Um, I would also love to talk more about like my training and you know, everything that I did to prepare for that, meal prep, food, what I eat, how I hydrate, all that stuff. I figured I could get into that in another podcast down the line. I mean, big on fitness, big on health, big on wellness. So I could probably talk about that kind of stuff forever, but I figured I should switch gears a little bit because there's just a lot on my plate and I've been focused. I've been so focused on that half marathon since graduation. I've kind of blocked out any other real life real world stress that I might have which was nice in a sense because it was just a it was a sweet escape and there's no better escape for me than physical exercise I get no greater release of endorphins or dopamine than through that so 
it was truly great. But as soon as I was done, it was kind of back to reality. I had a, um, I had an interview for a job the day before my half marathon. So I actually was posted up at a hotel and on a phone call, taking an interview, talking to them. I I mentioned the half marathon briefly, but I was like, you know, my mind is, it's all over the place. I, I am, it is a time. Interviewing is really a time. And surprisingly, like, I really do like it. I mean, I guess maybe it's not that surprising. If you couldn't tell, I do like to talk and I love to get to know people. So I don't mind the interview process. I like it, but it's just, it kind of takes a lot out of me. First of all, I can't do anything before the interview. I have an interview at three. I'm like, okay, well, I am home all day. I'm preparing for it. And I'm just kind of getting into that right mindset. But I'm also very much like that with anything. Like if I know I have something planned at a certain time of the day, I'm like, well, that is my, that is my daily duty. <laughs> I've just been crazy busy interviewing and getting to know people. And it's, it's a super exciting time in my life. But if I'm going to be honest, I love to have routine. I loved school. I loved everything about taking classes and having a set schedule. And, you know, even having the weekend. Like, I loved working Monday to Friday. And then, you know, weekend is like my time. I do my thing. And then I get back to work on Monday. And that's, that's how it is. So since then, it's kind of been like I, I don't like to have so much free time. I mean, I can, I could, it's hard to explain because I could be completely happy in my own being, you know, I could keep myself busy. I can keep myself satisfied all day. But the thing is, I feel, I don't know how else to put it other than unfulfilled right now. It's kind of like, I know that I, I could be doing more. I could be working and I could have a routine and I could get home and work out and exercise blue. Like And I just feel like my days are just so sporadic and unplanned. And I am very spontaneous, but I feel like those days have to come in moderation. I can't just, you know, I like to have some things that are set in stone. And right now I'm just feeling like I don't have that as much as I would like. And that's okay because I know that when I do finally get hired and I'm working full time, I'm going to look back at this time and I'm going to be like, wow, that was awesome. I didn't have responsibility. I mean, aside from my 100-pound dog sitting behind me. But I didn't, I didn't have stress or worries or clients or things to deal with, you know? But I just can't... It's hard for me to focus on the present and kind of enjoy where I'm at right now, which is unusual because I normally can. And I don't know if it's just I'm stressed or I'm anxious or worried about the future, which is completely normal and understandable, but it's just, it's a new feeling for me to not really like, I don't want to say I don't like where I am right now, but to not know where I'm going. Maybe that's what it is. If, if what it all boils down to is I, I don't know what the future holds. In a sense, that's beautiful, but scary. What a time, baby. What a time. So I want to switch gears again one more time and I want to tell you a quick little story about something that happened to me while I was working out. I was at the gym the other day and because I have been going to Orange Theory Fitness, there's one in Christiansburg that I go to and I love it. And then when I go home in New Jersey, I usually go to either Denville or Rockaway. 
and I've been doing Orange Theory since about November, and I absolutely love it. I mean, it's a great workout, and I really like the coaching aspect. Like, I love having somebody telling me that, like, I could do more and correcting my form and saying, like, hey, maybe don't have your head up like that. You're going to strain your back or something. You know, it's it's helpful. <laughs> so they have taught me um, a lot of different dumbbell exercises, which is awesome. I love that because then I could go out on my own and kind of recreate them and do my own workouts. So I was at the gym the other day. The very last thing that my boyfriend and I were going to do, we were like, let's end it on a plank. I was like, I didn't really hit that much core or ab today, so might as well, like, two-minute plank, whatever. Then we were like, you know what, let's just do it in intervals. So we were like, we're going to do five. We did it a minute, 45 seconds, 45 seconds, 30 seconds, I want to say, and then another minute. Maybe not in that order, maybe not right, but not the point of the story. So, you know how everybody always tells you, they're like, close your eyes and go to your happy place. I've always been like, you know what, that's BS. I, I close my eyes and I see nothing. I read books, I can't picture people's faces. I, you know what I mean? I can't close my eyes and see something. That's just not how I've ever been able to operate. So, whenever somebody would say that to me, I'd kind of get frustrated. I'm like, dude, I cannot focus on literally anything other than the excruciating pain I am feeling in my abdomen and my arms because let me tell you my arms are noodles so planking is just as much as an upper body workout for me just trying to hold up my body weight as it is my core just trying to keep everything together so it's it's not fun for me but for the first time you know this was this was yesterday so for the first time yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to focus on my breathing. And I'm going to try to find my happy place. And so I I did a little digging. I was like, all right, well, let's see. I like to be outside. So I was like, okay, let's maybe top of McAfee's Knob. If you guys have ever done that hike, it is gorgeous. It's on the Appalachian Trail. And it's beautiful views for how long the hike is. Like, I want to say it's four miles up. So it's like, it's a decent length, but it is a beautiful view at the top. So I went there, you know, I was trying to picture it, but I, I couldn't, all I could see was flies because <laughs> the one time I went, I went with my friend Grace and when I tell you it was so hot and there was just so many bugs that I've never seen anything like it. I mean, I've done that hike a million times and you know, one in a million times there's a ton of bugs, but yeah, so I, I was feeling them on me. I was like, okay, yeah, scratch that different place, different place. So I close my eyes again and I'm like, maybe I'm on a beach and, you know, I can feel the nice warm breeze and I'm like, no, why would I go there? I am sweating. It's hot. This is uncomfortable. So I'm like, okay, scratch that, scratch that. Finally, I close my eyes and I'm like, I'm going to go to Glen Eden Horse Farm, this beautiful little horse farm in Chester, New Jersey. And I used to lease a horse there my senior year of high school. Her name is Cece and... She was my best friend ever. I absolutely adored that horse. And she took me so far. Like, I went from jumping cross rails. I ride English, so I do, like, hunter jumper. And I went from jumping cross rails on her to eventually being comfortable and confident enough to jump three foot in Germany when I went. So I am forever thankful for that horse. And I have not seen her, sadly, since my senior year of high school. So I definitely 
would love to see her. Would love to know what she's up to. Maybe I'll reach out to my barn because I, uh, I could not say enough nice things about everybody at that horse farm and my experiences with these with this horse. So I close my eyes and I see Cece, and I was like, oh my god, this is my happy place. So I, I could literally see, I could feel the wind in my hair, and I could, I was walking through the pasture. I saw it even in my car, like, pulling into the driveway. And I walked out to the pasture, I put her halter on, and I walked up, I took her into the barn, I'm grooming her, and then finally I'm, like, riding her, and I could, I'm, like, jumping, and I, you know what I mean? I could see a whole course, I could count my strides, I could see everything. And then all of a sudden, Joe's like, all right, that's it, time's up. I was like, what? I was like, No! put the time like let's do it again (laughs) you know what I mean like once I finally went to that place I was like all right let's do another interval let's make it a minute like you know what I mean let's keep going because I just I I kept wanting to go back I wanted to see it again I just wanted to see her one more time it was for once and I don't know what changed I don't know how all of a sudden I could see it or how I found it but when I think of going to my happy place I I found it and I'm like in tears right now thinking about it because that's the dream that's like where I want to be and essentially that's why I want to work (laughs) because there's one thing about horses they are they do not come free so I definitely know long term I eventually would love to have a horse or live on a horse farm or do something and I love everything about it too I love I love the manual labor that comes with it I think I think it definitely built character for me as a kid I mean my first job when I was 14 I was mucking stalls and grooming horses so I I definitely think it's deeply rooted it's a part of me and uh animals in nature man they they do it for me there there's nothing quite like being outside it's good outside Alrighty, I think I'll get into one last segment of this podcast sorry the transitions are kind of Woof. for lack of a better word I um I'm all over the place my thoughts are just this these are my driving thoughts they're everything and everywhere all at once as I'm on the road, um, headed back to New Jersey because my, my brother recently just moved to Bozeman, Montana. I could not be more happy or proud of him. I saw a Snapchat story the other day, first of all, and he was like thriving. He was at like some club or something. It was the weekend. He was living it up. And I, I just know he's definitely in his element. He's always loved it out West. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it out West. Love West Coast, best coast, but I get a little homesick. I don't like to be too far from home. Although I don't really know now if Virginia is my home or New Jersey, I, or maybe both. I don't know. But I, when I plant my roots, I like I get attached. But anyway, he is in Bozeman, Montana, living it up. I definitely think I'm going to try to visit in February when my parents do. But my parents are in Vermont, like I said. So they've been there all of January. So part of me is like, do I really want to go home? But I, I know I have to because I, uh, when I packed clothes to go do the half marathon, I actually went straight to Virginia Tech after that to my house in Blacksburg. So I literally have been living off the past week for like, I've been living off of clothes, like two days worth of clothes for the past week. I don't know why I couldn't say that. So yeah, I'm basically, I'm going home so that I could pack all the rest of my stuff, maybe hang out, do an interview from home where I'm like comfortable. And I think it'll be good. The thing is, I love hanging out with my parents. Like, I could I could do it for days. I could just... I, family is something that, like, means the absolute most to me. And then friends, of course, close second. And then 
you know, everything else. <laughs> so I am kind of debating, mom and dad are going to be happy when I say this, but I am debating taking my, st my ski stuff and going up to Vermont for the rest of the week. It's a lot of driving though, because I'm driving seven hours here, it's going to be another six there, so, you know, doing the most <laughs> just to see my parents. But I think that's how it should be. I mean, I, I love the relationship that I have with my family. And, you know, skiing, I, come on, who doesn't want to do that? And I'm sure the snow is good this time of year right now. I think they got a nice little cover. And it's just, there's nothing I love more than just hearing the crunch of the snow. And the, the, it's just so bright. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, it's literally how I would envision heaven. Like, we are up above the clouds. We're going through some chairlifts, some gondolas. And it's like, we are literally going above the clouds. And just looking down on the view, it's just miles and mi like hundreds of miles of just mountains and snow and you can't even see civilization except for these lodges but these lodges are like log cabins they're beautiful oh my gosh and yeah just the reflection of the sunlight on the snow is just, it makes everything like light and euphoric it's just gorgeous so anyway <laughs> I definitely think I need to go back to Vermont because Vermont is also, see, I think my three places that I absolutely adore, New Jersey, of course, I was born and raised, I have, gotta love it, gotta represent, Virginia, because I've spent the past four years there, and evidently I get attached to spaces and places and things and people, so Virginia has a slice of my heart, and then Vermont will always have a soft spot for me, I don't know what it is about it, I love the crunchy granola people, I absolutely love the scenery I mean it truly is the green mountain state like it, it's beautiful there's nothing like it and also everybody there is like very into fitness health well wellness like whole food it's just it's awesome and because I'm recently gluten-free like they have so many options there I'm like this place was made for me I love Vermont so yeah the more I'm talking about this the more I'm thinking I told my parents that I wasn't going to go. I was like, I'm just going to go home to New Jersey for a little bit, and then I'll hit the road, and I'll be back. But it is starting to look like I will be in Vermont in the near future. So I think that I got out everything that I needed to, everything that I wanted to. Um, I realized I didn't do, like, a formal introduction on myself. Maybe I could do that, like, down the line or in the next episode. But I kind of figure what I gave you today was more beneficial than me just telling you who I think I am. I think me talking about my experiences were, is more reflective of me as a person than anything I really could have just sat and told you about myself. So if you liked getting to know me, I would like to get to know you. I would like to uh, expand this platform a little bit. I have, uh, I have really high hopes and dreams for this whole fitness account and my whole fitness journey in general. It's been so rewarding and Everybody's been so kind and supportive and I've honestly met friends and like through social media accounts of just people that I follow and influencers. I'm like, you are so cool. Like you inspire me. I hope, I hope that I can inspire somebody in the same way. So I think on this note, I'll wrap it up. I should uh, focus more on the road. I mean, I'm being good. Like don't quote me for that. Maybe I should cut that out, but I do want to look for a better setup. <laughs> Maybe I won't record from my phone speaker while I'm in my car next time but it's been fun it, this has been fun and at the end of the day that's that's all I'm hoping for that's really all I want to get out of this podcast I mean I am not I'm not a certified personal trainer by 
any means and I just love to talk and build relationships and get to know people so hopefully that's what I could do and work on through this experience it's been real it's been fun and it has been real fun so I'll uh, I'll catch you guys later goodbye be safe be well I love you